Hey, welcome to the Transforming Life Church podcast. We hope this encourages you and inspires you in your journey with Christ. So sit back, relax, and check out this week's message. Hey, good morning. Hope you guys are doing well today. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to our online church, our worship experience. I'm Kyle. I'm the lead pastor, if we haven't met yet, and I'm so excited uh, to bring the word uh, for you this morning. Hey, um, I I love trains. I think they're so cool. I think they're so amazing. Um, I grew up just kind of uh, loving them and being around them. My grandmother actually lived, uh, she still lives, uh, right by some tracks, and I can just remember uh, playing on them and chucking rocks and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, me and my cousins, we used to take pennies and we would tape the penny um, on the rail. And then after the train would go by, we would pick up the penny and it would just be paper thin. And we just always think that was so cool to, to do that stuff. Or when the, the, the conductor would go by, we'd always try to get him to, to honk at us. And so, man, I just I just love, they're, they're so cool. I love the story uh, of trains and just how the railroad was built and how they, they built it all across the, the country. I just think it's, it's so fascinating. Now, we live in Plant City and there's some times when we don't like trains, right? When they, they keep us uh, from getting where we need to go and they make us super late, uh, especially when they stop, right? For a long time and then they back up and then they stop again, and then they start, and then they stop again. Uh, obviously, we've all experienced that if you've lived in Plant City for any length of time. But, uh, but if you notice, I'm on a train track today, and there is a direction that way, as far as I can see. There's a direction this way, as far as I can see. And there's some times where we face a crossroads in life, where we're faced with either going one direction or the other. So I want to start a series this week called Meet Me in the Middle. And I want us to focus on some of those crossroads in in our lives. Uh, Meet me in the middle between sin and surrender. What's that moment where where there's that pivot and there's that shift in our life? Meet me in the middle between death and life, between pain and our purpose. And today I want you to meet me in the middle between fear and faith. I want to look at an Old Testament prophet probably not super familiar with this guy, Habakkuk. He was an Old Testament uh, minor prophet, um, probably around the year uh, 600 uh, BC, uh, so 600 years before Christ, uh, around the time of, of the Babylonian uh, conquests and everything, and, and, uh, and, he, and he lived during this time. Very short book, it's three chapters, if you ever read it, it's a super quick read, uh, but I think there's some things that we can learn about meeting in the middle between fear and faith from Habakkuk. Now, usually a prophet would uh, speak to the people on behalf of God. So God would speak to the prophet and the prophet would speak to the people. But Habakkuk did things a little different. He actually spoke to God on behalf of the people. And we find him throughout these three chapters in a time where God's people were being super rebellious. They were not uh, living for God and, and there was judgment coming upon them. And so in the beginning of Habakkuk, we find him Uh, just going to God and crying out to him saying, God, when will these people turn? God, when when will you do something about these wicked people? Now, he was talking about his own people in that way. Things were not good. And and God talks to him and reveals himself to him and uh, in his wondering. So we find Habakkuk wondering in this point, what's God going to do about this? I don't feel like he's doing anything. I don't feel like he's doing what I think he should be doing. Anybody ever find yourself in that place before? Um, and, and so he's wondering, God, what, what are you going to do about this? And God says, listen, I'm going to amaze you. 
I'm going to do something that's never been done before. It's going to, it's going to be amazing to you. It's going to amaze you. And in at that point, many of us would be like, oh yeah, man, breakthrough's coming. Yeah, something's coming. Something's about to shift. Something's about to happen. My, my prayers are about to be answered. And God's like, listen, I'm going to bring your enemy. I'm going to bring the Babylonians in to conquer uh, your people. And so things were bad, but now they're about to get worse. And for many of us, if we're forever praying, we're ever seeking God for an answer for anything, forever looking for that breakthrough in our life, uh, we, we look to God to, to answer that and to come through. This certainly isn't the answer that he was probably looking for. So now we find him not only wandering, but waiting and, and wrestling with God and what it is that he is about to do and his answer to all of this. And what I want to focus in on today is chapter three. And that's this shift that happens. It's, it's, where, it's where the fear uh, meets faith in the middle. There's this shift that happens. There's a pivot that happens for Habakkuk here. And and I want you just to see, because I think there's some things that we can glean uh, from this. This suggests a pause. This suggests a a reset that happens for Habakkuk. He goes from confused to trusting, from unsettled to now embracing God, even in the middle of a valley, even in the middle of, of just a crazy situation. And I think that's something that we can use in our life right now with everything that's going on. Are we battling with fear in our faith? Meet me in the middle with that here today. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you. God, we thank you so much, Lord, that that you meet us wherever that we're at. No matter what we're dealing with, God, we can praise you through it. God, we can trust you through it. So God, I pray right now, whatever we're dealing with today, Lord, that you would meet us right there in the middle of our fear and our faith. God, that you would speak to us, God, that we would just simply trust you and lean into you even more. God, even when we don't see the answer that we want, even when we don't see things happening right away, God, may we trust in you more today. In Jesus' name, amen. So, right at the beginning of Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 1, we see a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet on Shigunoth, right? Uh, It might be so that Habakkuk had a musical background because that term Shigunoth it actually means the way a song should be sung, right? So is it kind of a ballad? Is it got a little jazz flair to it? Is it got a little funk on it? Um, you know, how is this song sung? And we see chapter three sung with an exuberant uh, worship and praise for God. This isn't like a tear in your beer kind of ballad. This isn't a woe is me, God, you know, kind of moment. This is an exuberant praise. This is something with upbeat, uh, with a lot of different rhythm and, and, and changes in rhythm. This is a praise with punctuation, right? It's the praise before the provision. This is the praise before anything happens. This is the praise before God moves. This is that moment saying, God, I, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand, but Lord, I know you are good and I'm going to praise you anyway. Even in the middle of my storm, even in the middle of my mess, God, I'm going to praise you anyway. It's the praise before the provision. It's probably the most passionate praise that we can give God. And that's the praise before the provision. This is the praise, not for the what, but for the who, right? On the mountaintops, it's easy to praise God. When everything's going good, when everything's going our way, it's easy to praise God. 
But what do we do in those valley moments in our life when things aren't going our way, when, when we look around us uh, like Habakkuk and we see everything going wrong, yet we choose to praise God anyway? Even when there's no breakthrough coming yet, even when there's no answers coming just yet, we praise Him through it anyway. We may come to a place where we don't know uh, why we're going through what we're going through, but we still know who the God is that we serve. Maybe you don't understand what's going on in your life at a particular moment or in a season, but you know that God is good and He's come through for you before, He will do it again. In the middle between fear and faith, we have to learn to take our focus off the nature of our circumstance and put it on the nature of God, on His goodness and who He is. So Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 2 Habakkuk says, Lord, I've heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. Lord, renew them in our day. In our time, make them known in wrath. Remember mercy. So he has this moment where he's like, God, I know you've moved before. It's, it's deep in the history of our people. God, I know you've moved before. You're a miracle-working God. You are God Almighty. I, Almighty, I've seen you move. God, won't you do it again? I know you're powerful. Will you do it Again, So when you're in the middle, when you're in between fear and faith, we've got to learn not to give up, but to lean into God even more. This is a moment where our faith is built. This is a moment where, where things shift and, and we pivot and we come out stronger on the other side. This is where we build our testimony there in the middle. So what do we do? First, we've got to remember. We've got to remember who it is that we serve. We've got to remember the goodness of God. And that's exactly what Habakkuk does. Verse 3, he says, God came from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. His glory covered the heavens and His praise filled the earth. And he goes on for several verses ahead of this, remembering how God has moved before. Uh, Taman and Paran, these were two places that God took His people for refuge after delivering Him after delivering uh, the Israelites from the Egyptian bondage. So he's remembering that that pilgrimage, that exodus that happens when Moses led the people out of Egypt. He's remembering the Red Sea moment and how God made a way when there was no way. Come on, do you believe God is our way maker this morning? He is our miracle working God. When there is no way, God provides a way. Uh, we, we see him remember the, the bread from heaven uh, that he provided for the people. He remembers the food for the ravens and the water that was provided from the rock. He remembers uh, fire from heaven and how uh, he caused the sun to stand still at one point and, and how he shut the mouths of the lions with Daniel in the lion's den, how he was present with the Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace, how he brought life to dry bones. He begins to, to just recollect the history of God's people and how God has moved before. Come on, maybe you can remember a moment where God moved in your life. Maybe there was a verse that, that stuck out to you as you were reading and crying out to God and it brought you comfort. Maybe there was a, a song at church one morning when you were just pouring out your heart before God and, and that song just ministered to you and the Holy Spirit came in that moment. Maybe someone prayed for you and you were comforted or strengthened. Maybe you can remember right now how God has been your provision for years and years and years before. Maybe you can remember how God has protected you, how He healed you maybe in one other instance, how He's comforted you and directed your steps. Come on, can you take a moment right now because maybe you're in the middle of fear and faith and remember who it is that you serve, that God is good, that He did it before and you know that He can do it again. Maybe this is a pivot at a moment where you need to reset, pause, and remember the goodness 
of God. So we remember the goodness of God. We remember who he is and who it is that we serve. And then the next thing you need to do is embrace, right? Embrace God. Embrace him even in the middle of this situation where maybe you don't feel like he's moving. Embrace God. Notice I said embrace and not endure. Endure would be a kind of a passive uh, reaction to any given situation. But we embrace God. We embrace Him even when things aren't good. Even when things around us don't seem to be going our way. We embrace what He is doing. We embrace God for who He is. We embrace Him. We recognize that He is still on the throne. That He has always been good. He always will be good. That He is always faithful. This is not denial. We're not denying that things aren't great. That things aren't going uh, the way that we feel like they should. But we embrace God. This is that wrestling with God. This is uh, you know, going after Him even more. Many times we shrink back away from God. We lean away from God in moments of trouble, in moments of chaos. We have a crisis of belief even at times, but this is a moment in the middle between fear and faith that we embrace God, we embrace His goodness, we embrace who He is in that moment. So watch, watch as Habakkuk does that. Watch as he embraces God. In verse 16 through 18, he says, I heard and my heart pounded. My lips quivered at the sound. Decay crept in my bones and my legs trembled. Yet I will wait patiently for the day of calamity to come on the nation invading us. Though the fig tree does not bud, and though there are no grapes on the vine, though the olive crops fail and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in my God, my Savior. There's a lot going on right now. His enemies are coming to overtake me. There's judgment coming. Nothing good is going on right now. There's no fruit being produced. There's nothing right. Nothing good is going on. And it's about to get even worse. Yet he says, I will praise you. He says, I will be joyful. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. You might say it this way, though I'm still praying and I'm not seeing the answer coming through just yet, though we're still believing and maybe you haven't conceived that child just yet. Though you're, you're looking for God to provide a job for you, but, but that provision hasn't come just yet. I'm looking for the blessing. I'm looking for the answer. I'm looking for my breakthrough, but it hasn't happened yet. I'm still going to praise you. I'm still going to be joyful in who you are this morning. I'm still going to cry my eyes out and cry after you, God, and go after you. I'm going to pray even more still. You haven't healed my loved one yet, but I'm going to praise you even more more in that moment. There's a dozen reasons why we might not be able to rejoice in a particular uh, situation or circumstance. With everything that's going on in our world right now, maybe there's not a lot to rejoice in, but you can still trust in God. Habakkuk wrestled here in this moment with God, but he embraced him. It's okay to wrestle with God. It's okay to to question and to, to, to go after him in this way, as long as we're embracing him at the same time. There was a movie we all went to see, if you remember last year, we went to see the movie Breakthrough. If you remember the story, there, there was um, a boy who was playing on a frozen lake and he fell through the lake into the ice and he was stuck under there for a while and they finally got him out and he was unresponsive and was declared dead at the hospital even and the mom comes in and she begins to pray over him. She's like, no, I'm not going to accept this and she prays over him and he comes back to life even though he was in a coma for a while but she still believes, she still trusted God even more through that. Where's our faith at? 
in those times. In the middle of our fear and our faith, we have to have that moment where we pause, we stop, we remember the goodness of God, we embrace His goodness, and we press on into Him even more. We praise Him on Shigunath. We praise Him even more. We praise Him for the provision that hasn't come just yet. There were no good things going on. There were no grapes on the vine. The enemy was coming. Habakkuk says, the Lord is still in his temple. He is still worthy of praise. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 19, the sovereign Lord is my strength. Again, he's embracing God even though he's wrestling, even though he hasn't seen his breakthrough yet. He says, the Lord, the sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. In chapter 1 and chapter 2, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't quit. He doesn't walk away from God. Even though he's having a crisis of, of belief, even though he's struggling, he doesn't quit. He doesn't turn away from God. I would say the same thing for you, whatever you're struggling with today. Don't quit. Don't give up on God. Don't walk away from Him. Your breakthrough's coming. It just hasn't happened yet. Won't you praise Him? Won't you embrace God, even though it hasn't happened just yet? God never does what Habakkuk wants him to. If you look through this whole book, never ha- this isn't a hallmark sermon where it happens happily ever after. There's no, okay, now it's better. Never happens. But look what Habakkuk does anyway. The sovereign Lord is my strength. Even though I'm going through it, He is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. What does God do? He enables him to tread on heights. He takes him to a more intimate place. It's a place of greater faith. Come on, he's going to take you to a new place. He's going to take you to a new level in your walk with him. If you'll learn in between fear and faith to embrace God in those moments. What do I know about God? I know we enjoy him on the mountaintops, right? It's easy to praise him when everything's going good, but we get to know him intimately in those valley moments. In the middle between fear and faith, we can get to know him intimately and go to a different level in him. And that's how I believe James was able to say, I consider it pure joy whenever I don't understand, whenever I face trials of many kinds, because I know that these trials, these hardships, they're doing something in me. They develop perseverance, and perseverance must finish its work so that I may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And there's someone here today as I get ready to wrap up. There's some of you, it's time to praise God, even when you don't see the breakthrough yet. Even when you don't see the answer to your prayer just yet. Won't you stop? Won't you pause? Won't you begin to remember who it is that you serve? Won't you begin to embrace God? Wrestle with Him a little bit, but embrace His goodness. Even when you don't see the answer just yet, it's time to praise God. Even when you don't feel it. Listen, our praise can't be subjective to what's going on around us. God is good no matter what we go through. Won't you praise Him no matter how you feel today. It's time to cry out and praise Him, not just for what you see and not just, uh, you know, what you don't see, but for who God is. On Shignah, that praise, that, that, that exuberant praise simply for who God is, not the what, but for the who God is from everything inside of you. What I want you to understand today is that there's no intimacy in Habakkuk's life. There's, there's, that's, there's not that moment without the waiting that he had to go through, without the wondering that he had to go through, without that wrestling that he had to go through in the middle between his fear and his faith. So come on, while you're waiting this morning, while you're wondering, 
What's going on, God? Are you going to move? While you're waiting for that answer and you're wrestling with God, won't you embrace Him? Won't you lift up a praise? Even right now, wherever you're watching at today, won't you praise Him through it all this morning? Well, if you need prayer today for anything, uh, I'm going to put a comment down below that says, Would you like prayer? And I'd love to be able to pray with you. We'd love to have someone connect with you. So if you like prayer for anything, like that comment down below, and we'd love to, to follow up with you uh, today. But what you do when you're in the middle... You remember the goodness of God. You embrace Him, even though you might wrestle, even though you may not understand. Don't let go of God. Hang on and praise Him through it anyway. I hope this is encouraging to you this morning, and I hope you'll learn to praise Him through any storm that you may go through. Let me pray over you today. Jesus, we love you. God, I thank you so much, Lord, that you are good. No matter what we go through in this life, you are still good. We can trust you. We can embrace you, even in the middle between our fear and our faith. So God, right now, would you meet with someone today? Maybe they're struggling. Maybe they're really going through some things. Maybe they're looking through some answers, God. Maybe they're looking for you to come through and it hasn't happened just yet. Will you meet them right there in the middle between their faith and their fear as they cry out to you, as they begin to embrace you, even as they wrestle, even as they wander, and even as they wait. God, will you move? God, you've done it before. Will you do it again today? In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, we love you. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in once again. Uh, We're going to be making an announcement really soon. In fact, tune in tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, we're going to be making an announcement, that announcement that you've all been waiting for. We're getting ready to open uh, the doors of our church once again. So tune in tomorrow. We're going to make that announcement. But until we see you again, God bless you. We love you. And have a great rest of your day. See you. Hey, thanks for tuning in this week. If you'd like more info about our church, if you'd like to make a donation to our ministry here at Transforming Life, go to www.tlchurchpc.com. If you haven't been to our church yet, we would love to meet you. Come by for a life-changing experience. God bless.